Hello and welcome back to the table. It's time. It's time for the last round table of the Occulta campaign. I think probably Noctis right. Style. Yeah, definitely. Usual suspects are here. We got Joe. Hello. James. Hi. Jose. Jose. And then we got the Robbie. Oh, dude, that's me. Yeah. And then me, Corey. Hi. Did we ask? Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm so sorry. Hey, what kind of guy are you? I think. <laughs> I think Corey and I are wearing the same exact outfits we were wearing the last time we recorded together. I think so. Uh, well, no, actually, because I had a, I had the Noctis Occulta shirt. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. It yeah. was just a red shirt. I'm definitely wearing the same exact clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got an awesome one here. Uh, we're just going to talk about the... Campaign. Yeah. And uh, we have a... I think we'll, we're also going to be going through some of... Uh, Listener questions. Yeah, I think that we should nice. just go through listener questions because I have quite a few. Yeah, right, perfect. Yeah, let's just dive into it, guys. I love you. It's so cool. It's been that a great campaign. Listener questions. Hell by the way. yeah, guys. guys. Let's not start with them because they're just a personal friend of ours. Let's begin with Neil Zabub. Go check out his YouTube videos if you're into Tokusatsu stuff. He's he's real good. Check him. That's a cool name too. His name's Neil, and then it's Neil Zabub. He's not into, like, Satan stuff, I don't think, though. So you want to know, Neil? You're kind of a poser, okay? a fucking poser, No, I'm kidding, Neil. I love you. I saw someone just about the new D&D movie. It's a quick comment. They were like, oh, man, I'm I'm just going to be pissed that all these, like, new people are going to be getting into D&D and just this and that. And someone's like, why would you? That's great. And they're like, no, they're they're just, once it's no longer trendy, they're going to exit it because they're posers. That doesn't affect you. I know. Yep, 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 yep. (laughs) I wanted to comment and say, I feel so bad for your table. Like, seriously. I feel bad for people who aren't excited about more people joining our community. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? That gives me toxic DM vibes. I bet he he, uh, kills people's characters just because they're like, oh, wait, but that doesn't affect me because I actually have a feature that stops that from happening. He's like, well, I'm killing you because now you ruined my story. (laughs) Uh, John, you showed up late last weekend, so unfortunately you're starting this battle with rolls dice. 24 damage. <laughs> I mean, Corey has done that before. What are you that talking ca- about? You've given us curses because we're, we like said Kingdom Hearts didn't hold up to our preconceived notions. And I'll do of it, it again, bitch. Because <laughs> <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is garbage. Okay. Neil asks, I've got one. When, w- oh, wait, wait, that's the, let's go with his first actual ones. How much did player actions change the story? How much did player actions change the story? Well, we were originally we were going to spend a lot. No, nope. There's a thing on the ground. There's a thing on the ground. We were originally going to uh, spend the the one that there are two major things that uh, that come to mind. We were originally going to spend a lot more time in the labyrinth, uh, but then someone threw my fucking labyrinth monster into a portal. So yeah, that was cool. Wait. Oh, so that thing wasn't going to kill us. I, I mean, like the whole thing was that like once he beat you, he was going to drag you deeper into the oh, labyrinth. Hell and, yeah. Yeah. So it was going to I had a whole fucking <laughs> arc for the labyrinth that didn't get to happen. It's insane that that is just now coming to light. Yeah, I mean, I I don't like talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you know, there's the 
the elephant in the room that time that you deleted lying um, oh. <laughs> that actually bleeds into his next question does Niram ever learn the party lied about being his children no why would that was it that why would he learn that now not only does he not learn now he thinks he fathered a bunch of demigods and oh, he's got such yeah. a god complex and now not only that, but we're destroying the earth he's like first of all my seed is powerful i have to be mm-hmm. a lot more careful with it. He's gonna be like, but I'm your son, you shouldn't kill me. So, he's like, I'm, I'm your father, you shouldn't kill me. Father, we lied to you. Oh, What no. is that? I, like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did did he also father Q? I forgot to did, was that part of it? Well, I, I mean, either no, way. He said Vera, we, we tried to say that he was the father of Q and everybody looked at us like, what the fuck? But when we said Vera, we were like, yes, this is also your son. And he's <laughs> like, also your son. I don't I don't know how that works. Well, I am protecting him like he is my father. Like keeping him cushy, just he's he doesn't have any power over anyone. He just gets to live comfortably in this vegetated forest. And see, the thing is, Niram wasn't even that good of a guy. <laughs> he's horrible. The rich get richer, am I right, everyone? I mean, <laughs> he just is now in a commune. Hey, don't talk about my dad like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Wait, hold on. Uh, just to jump off of that, because Courtney had a question that kind of follows up. Uh, was there something that you had planned for the adventure for us that didn't end up happening, but you wish that it did? So, yeah, there's a there's a few things and I don't want to go through all of them just because like some of them are just like, you know, less than whatever. Uh, I wanted you guys to spend a lot more time with the Demon Lords, hence that was another thing that was going to happen if you got dragged deeper into the labyrinth was that you're going to have to make deals with the local demon lords in order to help find your way out of Kane's labyrinth. Whoa. So you would have interacted. Lust was originally supposed to be a lot more of a focus, but it just unfortunately never got to happen. So there was going to be this whole mechanic play where you were one working obviously to further Noctis's goals, but you also technically had to find time to like further local demon lords goals. And that was also gonna give insight to the, you know, the twist at the end that Lust was planning this huge coup in the hells. Um, because one of them was going to have you actually interact with several objects of Osmodius, whilst also being very close. To the big bad himself. Which, that actually brings something to behind the scenes. Something Jose and I had planned. And I thought Jose, I was like, well, when's Ho- Jose Dibs done doing this? When's he going to do it? We were going to just, like, say Osmodius. Yeah, it was, so my, my. During this final battle. My specific backup plan was we were splitting up the party. If we got our asses handed to us in the cell. I was just going to say Osmodius. But that wouldn't have worked. But it, it wouldn't have worked. That's yeah. what I was going to say. It was going to be really awkward when nothing happened. Yeah, that, which I would have been freaked out. That would have been so fucking cool. <laughs> I don't fuck. I mean, that's a thing that I wish would have happened uh, mm-hmm. was the big bombshell revelation that all of a sudden the word you don't say suddenly has no repercussion to it. Fuck, man. I wish I would. I wish it could have gotten to that yeah. point. I, I thought we were at that point when it's like, uh, we're not doing any damage and this guy almost one shot me. It was, uh, yeah, no, I, it was a super crazy time. I was going to have actually as well, 
I was going to have you guys interact with a particular god um, had you got dragged even deeper, deeper into the labyrinth by this labyrinth beast. You guys know Vorpal, right? Uh, oh, that's so the guy with the V and the, the bisected V on his... That was from Vorpal. Okay, I thought so. I just couldn't remember. I, I felt like that sounded familiar. Yeah. Like it sounded yeah. so specific that I was like, I know this from something. This was another chance to learn um, some deep lore about Kata, as well as the fact that Lust had something brewing. And like, I, I, as you guys heard from the last, from the, uh, last episode, Lust had lied the entire time. Um, the Void was never speaking to uh, Noctis. It was all this long centuries in process plan by lust in order to cause this uh this huge insurrection vorpal and lust have a very close kinship in my world where they were at one time lovers of each other they had a child together um victor no damn it q uh, no damn it sorry Oh no! Was it the labyrinth beast we pushed into a portal? No. Okay. The, thank God. There's this guy that's no longer around in the uh, in this world. He got yeeted into a different dimension. It's a problem. Yeah. Problem you seem to have, Court. Yeah, that doesn't doesn't that always how it happens? Um, but like, yeah, they had a child and everything. Uh, where Vorpal's been all this time? Vorpal was a uh, going to be the last uh, one of the last lines of defense to stop Lust, but he's currently under lock and key with Kane at the beginning of his labyrinth because it's, he's just trying to make sure that that guy never gets out again. So, wait, so this means Kane's dead too? Kane will be dead. He's going to just slowly fade from existence. No, Sino, uh, uh, Q, and I just start pushing him around. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kane's all locked up right now, being guarded by Vorpal, who's also uh, permanently injured because of his battles with Kane and everything. So you were going to actually run into Vorpal, and there was a chance that if you fought an injured Vorpal, being a bunch of evil dudes that you are, you could either get rewarded by Kane or maybe even find a way to snake a Vorpal sword for yourself. So yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that I wish happened, but never got to say it, see it, unfortunately. Um, as well as a, a few character arcs I was going to go through with um, some of Rudy's characters, but... That brings up a question... <laughs> Neil asked, did anyone miss Mordecai when he died? Fuck and no. I, I think that mainly means not just us. Did anyone in the world, is anyone like, oh, Mordecai, when will you, when will you come back? He was a horrible person. He was like a straight up, like. He was a blackmailer. He was, yeah. yeah, he was like a deceitful, lying, backstabbing dick. <laughs> if you remember, he had a nemesis. I was actually going to use his nemesis at one point to be one of the members of the uh, the final battles, but Mordecai gets eaten kind of early on uh, in the labyrinth, um, and I was like, "Fuck!" Um, gotta cut him out. <laughs> I gotta. I mean, the nemesis is gonna like track him down to the labyrinth, but like, it's gonna be like, "Oh, I'm there. He's dead." No, I think I believe Q and I sent a pigeon to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Yeah, God. those pigeons just don't work out, man. I'm sorry, not uh -oh. in the cataclades. Man, I don't know. I, I, it's not that Mordecai, as a character, was horrible. He was. We were bad people. We were. Look, at the time, we were getting in a lot of fights and. That character was definitely made up for more RP purposes than for combat. Which, uh, you know, learning the game and whatnot. <laughs> it's also a low-level wizard, just in general. Yeah, They're hard rough. to... 
they're hard to beat. Yeah, but because of Mordecai, <laughs> I will never use poison spray ever. <laughs> oh my god, that missed so much. Yeah, poison spray is going to miss him because that was the only use that that cantrip <laughs> was going to get. Oh no. Canonically, poison spray has died out. Well, if, I mean, that, that brings up another thing. It's like, uh, the one thing I do wish I did differently in this uh, campaign, I don't know if that's going to be a question that comes up later. But I'm like, not sure. Uh, one thing I do wish I did differently is I wish I started you guys at higher levels, which learning from my mistakes on this podcast, which which I'm going to try to be translating over into Reclaim, thankfully, everyone's going to be starting at a higher level so we can get into better action. Level six, yep, baby. Yeah. Five. Five. Level Maybe five. I should do that for Derms Clerman. What are we, you what said five we, or six. I yeah, believe. you weren't yeah. set. Oh, we can choose. I'm settling on five. Oh, we <laughs> say, no. we settled on six. Don't worry though. It's milestone. Le- it's going to be milestone leveling and reclaim though. So you're going to probably get levels a lot faster than I you would. Say, I was going to sit on a on level five anyway. You're just gonna oh. uh, like get level five and then just oh, no. take a level of every single no, other that'd be, class. That'd be hilarious, though. I think you have to have really specific stats for something like that. Yeah, nah. to multi-class just go for everything, it, guys. To multi-class everything, I think you need really specific stats. I got some more questions. Cool. Do you think your character would be friends with you in real life, or would they murder you? Like, look at man. <laughs> I think we should go in a circle. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I think Suzette and I would get along very well. <laughs> Victor is me. Yeah. Yeah, so just like another James running around and like, I I mean, he's an agreeable it's person. James so. with it's belt. James in a robe and <laughs> with, a, a, with belt. a belt, yeah. Yeah. I would say something stupid to Giram and he would chase me and kill me after. Fair. I get that vibe from Giram a lot. Alder, <laughs> Alder is so scary. Like I, I just as a human being and as a man, I feel like he gives off like such like creepy vibes. No, 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 no. Alder dead. We go with Crimson. Crimson, I, I, we would definitely be friends. Okay. Crimson <laughs> is so cute, dude. Yeah, yeah dude. I'd be friends with Crimson. I was say, Corey, which out of our characters, who would you be friends with? Who would I be friends? Victor. Because yes. <laughs> it's James. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I'd love Q running around just terrorizing socks and butter. <laughs> praying to Frank's urn. Oh my God. He's a god. <laughs> Fair. All right. Frank, to Q, Frank is a god. And then let's go on to some more questions. Let's head over to. Oh my god, he's a patron. We've got Shane. He says, "Are you going to miss playing evil characters?" Nah. Uh, I I'm going to I don't get a lot of time to, so I'm going to say I definitely enjoyed it. I definitely won't miss it. I've been running a lot of uh of a cyberpunk campaign lately and I cannot wait to get back to high fantasy. Uh, once you do something for long enough, I at least for me, I like variety. Um, I, it was definitely needed to do a hobo party. It was awesome to do all the creepy things, uh, but I'm definitely ready to do a less uh, sinister character. Dude, you're going to love Derms Clerman. It is the definition of variety. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a variety. Uh, it's an hour variety show, basically. It's not like, hey, let's, it's not, Hey, let's throw a dart at a board and see what lands in it. You know those, the little like wheel things. It's like a big old funnel that you put a penny in, and oh, it yeah, like, yeah. just picture that, but you use it as a coin star. <laughs> That's what it is. It's like all those are ideas. Yeah, 
they're going down the hole. I, I don't want to peel back the curtain too much, but I think my favorite thing was I had mentioned some sort of characteristic of my character, and you said, I don't know if so-and-so is going to like that. And I said, do you want me to change it? You said, no, that'll be a hilarious yeah, interaction. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah. Like, I was like, already, I'm like, this is going to be awesome just because of that. Like, yeah, of uh, like... He's good. He th- th- not that he won't like it. it th- Derms will have a existential crisis yeah. over it of like, oh fuck, How, do, do they think I'm cool? <laughs> uh, uh, will you guys miss? Yeah, I mean, playing this character, I feel like I wish I had more time uh, with this character, just because when you get later into being a cleric, uh, can one shot a BBEG. According to uh, Corey, so I was really enjoying the Death Domain cleric. I definitely want to try it again, but uh, you know, it's it's time to move on. It's time to move on. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna miss. I think I'm more gonna miss playing Suzette rather than just an evil character. But I also feel like Suzette was evil. Like he was a bad person, but like he wasn't uh, like a fun character to portray. Yeah. What about you, uh, James? Oh, no, I'm not. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm just fine with playing Dungeons and Dragons however way. Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of, uh, like, av- towards the end, I was kind of like, man, it is uh, it is so hard to root for my characters when they're all assholes. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're, not, we're not assholes. We're just, like, evil. Uh, we're, it's... James. Instead of following <laughs> for God or like a a holy light, it is just like a holy darkness. Yeah, I we, feel we that. were lawful evil, weren't we? Yeah, I, well, I mean, I, I would argue that our government is a lawful evil. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I would say towards the end, it was just you. You were neutral evil at best. We, I, okay. I would say yeah. I think I think. Not to speak for anyone's character, I think everyone had a own point in time where they had like their own selfish goals or they had like their own means for things for oh, sure. Right. Suzette was full, like no stop, full ready to betray everyone mm-hmm. if he could get at Orlay. Well, speaking of which, Shane asked, "When do you think your when do you think you role played your character the best?" I I think the Good the question. final battle, Victor. I was like going in and being like. Hey, I'm trying to deceit. I liked that little point. Yeah. But for the most part, I, it, I did like stupid shit and that that was my character. <laughs> so I think most of the time, like if I was able to get a laugh, that was me role playing well. Which happened often. So I guess you role playing well yeah. all the time, baby. Like I, I do. The moment that stands out the most is Q and I like cutting that dude's throat and making sure he doesn't scream by holding his vocal cords. <laughs> that was a great point in time. And then also like all my. But we're not evil. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're practical. Yeah, we're, 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 we're pragmatists. Okay. Practically evil. That's my band name. <laughs> so I I also liked all the interactions with Lust. I thought were played well because you you kind of, when you make a character that I can visualize either Frank or Nicole in that role. Like I'm I'm going to immediately be like I need to to bow to them. Of course, you envisioned Nicole and Lust's for, uh, role. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, of just like. Someone who's like, uh, like, why am I here? Type it. Like, you, you get that kind of vibe from her. And then, 
like, oh, but but I can do something that pleases you? Okay, I'll, yeah, yeah, I did it. And I want to keep doing this to please you. I feel that. No, no, that that uh, actually resonates hardcore with me. Yeah, That's I really get that. Sweet. Yeah, I think the the moment I most role played uh, Giram like the most perfect or the best. A lot of times, I would want I would want to say it would be the 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 time I nat twentyed on the escape and let uh, on my religion check and Orcus took over. But honestly, in terms of like character development, I think when. When Giram fully gives himself up to the void, which now we know is lust, but he's just he's he's exhausted with everything. Like he's just he doesn't care at this point. He it, it kind of makes it it makes it a little bit better that it's the it's the void. But if it was Osmodius, he would taken the offer up as well. He's just so exhausted and tired of losing everything that he's finally you know been able to achieve. And people just taking it away. He's just he's just so tired. He was just ready to just take as anything he can to to win to get a win for himself. Feel that? Uh, yeah, I think role playing since that was a lot of fun. I think obviously early on I had a pretty big moment with him, but I also think just any time Sazak gets to throw his weight around, and I guess it'll be like at the end fight where he just. The dice definitely helped with the two nat 20s on intimidation. Right. But like any moment where Suzette goes, because I think a lot of times Suzette isn't trying to be intimidating. He's just there to assess the situation. And then he's like, all right, now's the time to step in and be like, this is where I'm drawing the line or this is where I'm putting my foot down because I need this to go a certain way. Mm Mm-hmm. And whenever Suzette gets to step up and make those, like in the very first fight where he tackles the guy and just headbutt, and like not even sword, not even dagger, just fucking headbutts a guy twice so he stops moving. And then he's like, all right, like this is done. Move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. So moments like that where it was good. I, I want to quickly say one thing about that final battle. Looking back, I wish I hadn't done the the contagion because I had a spell. I went first and I had a spell that now we know what roughly what his HP was, Cedric's. Right. I if I rolled well I could have one shot him. What <laughs> what uh what spell? Uh, I'll look it up and you guys can uh talk while I do that. Yeah, I heard, I I I loved Suzette when you burned down the house. When like uh, when you're standing in places of power, like you role play really well in like those times I feel like when your characters like had like basically like you've you've created a scene for your character sometimes it's cool i think having my own time with alder was really important for my character i think i role played that i like i i think i rolled that the best because in any other scenario, any other scene, you as a player want to be with the rest of the group. You want to be in the thick of things You and you want to be in the know. But like, this is my first time literally seeing my God in front of me and like nothing could tear me away from that. And I think it was just really cool. Just like it, whether it played out like uh, on audio as well as it did in my head, just having time with my God was really, really cool. I mean, I think just in general, there's like there's too many moments for me to pick that was my favorite for all of you guys. I think you guys all just that was my one my favorite thing about this adventure was the RP moments that came out of it. However sadistic they may have been at times, um, I think everyone just really when they came in 
and sat down, they were their character, and everyone just like melded perfectly into that format. So this was definitely a, for role play wise one of my favorite uh, campaigns, just because people just got into their character's headspace every single time we sat down to play. Your role playing makes that very easy. <laughs> like probably <laughs> please <laughs> well speaking of which what is a singular moment that we were most impressed by Corey's dming ability and vice versa I, i'll just go out there and say it the one of the the finale was so was such a twist to to mm-hmm. gear and especially when he went to go grab the shadows for the blade it wasn't because he was getting ready to fight he was ready to end it all there at that moment. He was ready to cu- cut his own head off because he felt like not only did everything get taken from him, he was lied to. So for a brief moment, there's this serious thought where Giram is literally about to either take his own life or charge at somebody so that he dies. Wow. I mean, that's good insight because I didn't pick up on that. But yeah, that's awesome insight into, uh, into Giram. There's always stuff that I always want to do differently. There like there's a few beats I wanted to hit on the finale that just didn't like the way that it was playing out. They they would have felt just jammed in there. But I'm glad that uh, uh that it came off good to you. Um that was my big th- concern today. It was like, man, I hope I hope I don't fuck up the finale. <laughs> I hope I don't I don't I hope I don't just like give this a real breaking bad ending where people are just like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I um, I think uh, what I like and what I enjoyed with Suzette playing off of your characters, like Suzette is a man of conviction, and he is set in this path that he's started, and to come up against other characters, uh, like the priestess, who's also someone of conviction, or even Cedric, and have these people to kind of play off or play against is always a lot of fun and it's it's very easy to do that and it's fun to see like how the two of us embodying two different characters with similar goals talk to each other and like conflict with each other even uh even how we fought like how the party was split up it was it was split up in a very meaningful way uh even just like the final battle like that made so much sense Mm mm-hmm I wasn't part of this, but I don't know why, like, it, it must have just resonated with me a lot. The, like, blood curse part where, like, what there was, like, a king or something that had it, and you guys went into, like, a well cave oh, thing. Was, yeah, when the, we first met Nero, blood. I, when we first yeah. met Nero. Is that when I kept getting it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I touched everything. Like, Alders touched everything. <laughs> I think Corey said that canonically, it is one of the rarest disease to get, and the fact that you got it. Three, Two, times three times in one night. Um, <laughs> was he said that like that that has never ever been physically possible in his world. Yeah, that, like, is it? that I think the 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 imagery in the world you painted yeah. in that like part. the tree. Yeah, that that I think's the the best you did. Uh, I appreciate that. I was actually I really I really liked the Riker dents. Um, they were really fun to play with. It sucks because like the right, this is the Riker's first and last appearance, or like first and last time I've used them, um, because they're you know they've always been like such a they don't even exist kind of thing. So it was fun uh, dabbling with the Rikers who we've never gotten to play with uh, before. So I'm glad you guys like their sanctums. 
And I still don't understand what that meant for Victor, but let's get on to a, a <laughs> few more questions you want to do, yes, Courtney's. Uh, follow up, another one from Courtney. For Corey, which NPC from the campaign was your favorite to portray and why? Because we're talking about role play. So there's there's been a few that I really liked playing. Um, <laughs> I know who he wants me ignore, to say. Ignore him. <laughs> <laughs> James is sitting over here, puppy dog dies, uh, fingers crossed. Please say Q, please say Q. For comedic relief, <laughs> definitely Q. Q was a lot of fun. Uh, I like Q's banter with Victor. He's actually up there in my top five just because I didn't expect this Quasit to be such a core aspect to the game for so long. And again, like especially like once Franklin passed away, like it was more immediate. Like I am baking more of his personality into Q. I it was yeah, he and you know I think I can feel that because eventually Q becomes less of a quasit that's around and becomes his own character. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, he actually ends up being really fun um to play as uh, especially in the ending sequences here. As for another more mortal character, I really like, why can't, I just blanked on them entirely and it's bumming me the fuck out. Cedric. <laughs> Cedric, thank you. Okay, that's, that's, what, yep. that's who I was going to say just because we are so stupid towards him and he's like, Yo, what, what, I don't understand what you guys want. Like, I'm giving you guys a way out and you're not taking it and now you want the, what is your motivation, you fucks? And like once he learns that it's just chaos, he makes it his life goal to just disrupt you in any way that he possibly and can. He stopped just short of the finish God. line. I had, Cedric short. was one of those like he can only from, get ahead from D one. Like the moment he offered us to come to dinner, I'm like, I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> and I'll, I don't trust this fuck as far as I can throw him. In early game, I'm like, wow, that dude sucks. But in later game, I'm like, I kind of want him to be our bud. <laughs> My my favorite thing about Cedric is that, like, first time we meet him, he, like, we're, like, uh, near him's like, oh, uh, here's my friend. And he, like, opens his mouth, and the entire table just goes, oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, his first time we meet him, never seen him a day in our life. You're like, oh, God, he's opening his mouth. Who the fuck <laughs> this is <guy>. this guy? <laughs> I love Cedric guy? just because of the just straight up hostility between you. Like, he's your nemesis, so of course there's hostility, but like, it was like. But it's real. It, <laughs> it was like fucking personal at times. Like, I have, I like out off podcasts all the time. I hear about how, like, I Yo, fucking fuck hate Cedric. Cedric. <laughs> fucking fuck hate Cedric. <laughs> I, I never, Me and my homies hate him. I never held that resentment towards him. I was like, yeah, man, he's just like a guy doing what he feels is best, and that's what we're doing. Yeah. We're just kind of at odds. We are like the, 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 like, will they, won't they? Hey, we know they won't, but it's still always going to give us that will they, won't they. Are you like talking about like sexual tension between Cedric and the party? Uh, no, but like in a in the same kind of sense of that. But like yeah, we are yeah, yeah. we're two flips of a coin. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, we're, yeah, I we're get equal you. opposites. Like we have yeah. like the same way of doing things. It's just our our flags are entirely different colors. Mm-hmm. Yep. I got some more some questions from Matt Diaz. Don't know if he wants his. I, we've said his name on on this show before. Okay, this is to Joe. There's one for each of us, so we'll kind of rapid fire through these. 
Now that some of your goals are accomplished, do you still want to summon your god? The country now feels your wrath. Is that enough? Um, I think at this point, obviously, summoning Roth is moot because Suzette uh, has become a god in a Hell way. Yeah. But yeah, I think at, there was a point where Lust came through the portal where he was like, "I if they get distracted enough, I'm going to go for the obelisk. And even if it kills me, the last thing I want is for Orlea to get fucked, basically. Mm-hmm. So that was the big thing. And then as soon as it was like, oh, okay, I'm going to get what I want anyways, it was like, sick, let's do this. Yeah. yeah. This is to uh, Giram, uh, which this is what part of this has been already answered. Throughout the campaign, you discovered more about yourself while still maintaining the ultimate goals of the cult. Do you plan to continue to look for Nilo or do you just continue with the cult? While it was very important for Giram's life to have that time with Nilo. It was such a drop in the bucket that not that it was insignificant, but there are so many other things that he needs to do now and he can't stray away from his focus. So if they, if they cross paths again, if lost, if Libidine wants Giram to kill him and Giram's going to do it, but we're just going to go our own ways. I, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's weird because, you know, it's the first love of Giram, but Giram's first true love is to destroy everything that's done him dirty. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And you, you yeah, you want to destroy Nilo's beehole because it did you dirty, <laughs> baby. <laughs> uh, this is to Robbie slash older slash Crimson. Crimson? Crimson. Now that Crimson, this has also kind of been answered, I believe. Now that Crimson has met his god, and now that Alder is something on the physical plane, what is the plan going forward? Will they go on together, or will it turn into some buddy cop comedy? Oh, interesting. I don't picture as much of, like, a buddy cop comedy, although that's funny. Like, I definitely picture it, like, there's definitely, there's gods of sorts in D&D that are solely gods because they're the keeper of a beast or they're the keeper of some ancient sword or whatever. And I really feel like that's kind of where Crimson is, is like, even like he is an immortal now. Sure. He's super powerful now, but from day one, he's always gotten his knowledge. He's always gotten his power. He's gotten his drive from Alder. So yeah, I see him as like this dude who basically walks around and is like, you know who I am. You know, I, what I key, what I have like the key to the cage to, don't fuck with me kind of thing. Crimson is not the scary one. It's it's what comes after him. Uh, and then mine has been answered, but Matt, on each one, each message was like, hey, I'm pretty sure I misspelled Suzette. Pretty sure I misspelled <laughs> Giram. Pretty sure I misspelled Alder. And then I'm sure I spelled Victor correctly. <laughs> and Q. Yeah, uh... uh when I made Suzette's name, I used, I think we talked about this, I used a name generator, and I just picked two names that sounded like vaguely like Eastern European, because I thought that'd be interesting, but Suzette is S-I-Z-E-T. It's never how I spell it either. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, I just... How do you spell it? S, oh, God, like S-I-Z-E-T-T-E or something like that? I think oh. it's C-I-Z-T-E. Oh, that's completely wrong. I spell it J-O-E. 
Uh, what is the future for Victor back to the underground or will you take your beloved to the surface? We know that, but as for Q, do you look at him as a friend or a pet? Look at him the same way I looked at Franklin, which was as a friend. Perfect. Also, like as a buddy cop, I was going to say like, well, yeah, that's going to be like Q and I, but truly we are like Bill and Ted if they were <laughs> had power and were a little evil, or if like Beavis and Butthead were smart. Nah, y'all straight up are just Scooby and Shaggy. Okay, I'm fine with that. I'm Scooby, <laughs> he's Shaggy. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think that is uh, all the questions from my, my sack. Perfect. Uh, cool. I think we have two more, and I'll start with... Which, uh, Courtney, uh, sent, which battle was each of your least favorite and why? I, I'm not going to, yeah, it's a battle. I'm going to say it's a battle. Uh, just the constant rolling of religion checks for the, uh, the maze thing. I think we could have <laughs> cut that down to be like, it's oh, James, you passed three of that. Yeah, I'm still on this, guys. As a, a, in Dungeons and Dragons, you're just playing with your friends on a Saturday. Totally fine. Do it. But as an audio play, after three, be like, okay, you get the general sense, and if you if you want to make like drastic changes, or you come into like a pure like a clear fork in the road, then you'll have to do that. Like, there's three ways instead of just like one way. I refuse. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have to cram in artificial challenge wherever I can find it. I cram, it. cram, uh, Jose. Uh, my worst. Uh, was it to be fair, like. I think Giram, when it comes to battles, doesn't roll very well. He, he rolls well when it doesn't matter. <laughs> let me let me make that obvious. I guess he sets his die down on twenty when it doesn't matter. <laughs> you, he's got to save all the twenties for something else. <laughs> so like they all been pretty bad, but I think the final battle where I've been banished twice, where I couldn't really <laughs> I do much. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know when the second banish was coming. <laughs> I was looking at the actions list and I was like, <laughs> you gotta I can't do it, wait dude. for him to fucking hate me for this. <laughs> but see, I think that's like a theme though. Like, if it's not something like banish, it's something stupid like sewer rot or like something that's gonna give you like some type of disadvantage your character is that episode of supernatural where sam loses the lucky's rabbit's foot and then like has bad luck like he steps on a grate and a shoe falls down it and then he like spills mustard on himself like every little thing that goes it's not it like super impairing but it's like slightly annoying like minor inconveniences yeah you tend to do that a lot I, it's it's uh Listen, man, <laughs> it's not intentional. For the final battle, I was just playing uh, playing it as what would be most, uh, what would be the best move for them to make right now. And it happens to be removing someone from the action economy. And you were <laughs> Chosen. doing damage. <laughs> not that much. Enough to warrant a banishment. <laughs> this is crazy early, uh, but the Battle of the Bridge was horrible. If we, if we remember that... 
we had people running up the bridge. We were shooting at them through like these little windows. Oh, when, when and Rudy... they shot a. It's when Rudy shot poison spray through a window and gassed one of our own guys at like a floor below and even that, or something like he that. He thunder waved us and didn't tell us. I almost blew us off, but I actually enjoyed that fight because I thought that that was like one of our first big fights. It was a super fun fight, but I would say specifically as a ranger in a 1v, I don't know how many people fight. Like eight. Like I, Rangers aren't cool when you're not in a small person fight because all I'm doing is pegging like giant dudes who are climbing up this like this bridge. I'm doing like tiny bits of damage. <laughs> I'm doing nothing. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't think I had a least favorite. I'm. I enjoy combat because in many ways it's a way to role play. Mm-hmm. It's like another facet of it, and I think a lot of people that first step into D and D don't realize that there's always something you can add. And I think that's always fun to go in with that mindset of I'm Suzette. I'm in a fight for my life. Mm -hmm. This is the thing that he's really good at. Like, what's he going to do next? Yeah. Yeah. My favorite fight was when we were battling that talking horse or whatever. <laughs> and we, you just shoved him. <laughs> yeah, you guys great. already know what my least favorite fight is. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't even really much of a fight. It was just, no, he was kicking because you he kicked could you describe that fight in detail for us, Corey? We so, don't have time for that. <laughs> so, so, so he kicks our ass, goes down, we all get up, he comes back to life, and Corey's like, all right, they're full dead now. No, son. I'm sorry. Oh, so yeah, that was your like, like your 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 full safe, whatever the. Oh, he can come back, and I can like make sure they die, so I can pull them in here. And you didn't expect a portal to open and get shoved in. <laughs> no, I didn't. Because you didn't expect <laughs> Lust to give us a fucking uh, cube to teleport. Look, man, next time I won't give you a cube, okay? <laughs> it was our Jesus. You didn't give it to us. <laughs> Guess what? In Derms, Clerman, uh, you'll go to the cube franchise and oh, you'll God. get the cube from the cube. Is I it a really huge like building? Yeah, but they're fun. Um, so we won at the end, which yeah. is fantastic. Courtney had a question. If, uh, if we hadn't won and our characters were sentenced to death, what would be our last meal? That's a good question. Celestial horse. <laughs> You're a piece of shit. The face <laughs> of whoever is going to pull the lever to hang me. <laughs> <laughs> you asked what my I last meal was. I want it. <laughs> I don't think they'd allow that, but... Um, like a dragon or something. Like something like... Like a like a, a mythical creature of sorts. Interesting, interesting. Victor? <laughs> I heard about this place with delicious pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Because that is technically in this world. Wait, no. It's in the other one. Wait, Numora wasn't in... Numora's not in Kata. Oh, you want to know what? We got... We Lust can get us there. <laughs> uh, I think Suzette would ask for something homemade to kind of remind him Some of more soup? his like, wife or Some whatever. Ash soup. <laughs> before soup. Yeah, before he gets, you know, murderized. But yeah. I would have wanted... Never mind. I was going to... I would have wanted Nicola's sweet, sweet... Mother milk. Uh, <laughs> you thought I was going one way, which I was going to, but I was like, that's going to be too gross. Let's go a more motherly, natural thing. Because eating pussy's not natural, guys. 
Oh, okay. Okay, Ben Shapiro. I pictured, I pictured Suzette in a prison cell, and they're like, what do you want? And you're like, bring me something that reminds me of home. And he opens up the tray, and it's just a pile, a of, pile ash. of ash. Yeah. Um, I, I, before we sign this off, I will say, like, we talked a lot about role play. I think the one thing, and I think it's because the campaign kind of moved at a pretty fast rate. We're always constantly, like, on a mission or had a goal. Um, I do kind of wish we had a little, or we had try to have a little more time with just us mm-hmm. as like characters yeah that is another thing like that a down I, like a bottle episode you know yeah that's another thing that i uh wish i did differently in this campaign but like the demands of evil and whatnot is it's, where i was coming at no, it but also i was like eh, that kind of sucks we're in the midst uh, of a war like it it, it would like I would absolutely have would have loved a like beach episode, basically like hey, for us. Derms Clerman, baby, <laughs> only beach. But episode. like in this, uh, in in this, I think I 100% agree with you, Joe. And I think it's because one of two things: one, the world that we're in is moving so fast, like it doesn't, like there's no time for delay and a lot of things. And then also, I think we're on a time um, also. Uh, we as a group have been pretty consistent when when we run campaigns one or two people already know each other before the campaign starts and this was one of them that no one knew each other when we started and i think that like runs part of it is that role play between each other is a lot more natural yeah. when that's already like ingrained into your character we did get a taste of something like that it was when you were sick Corey. we did a little round table that, and characters that was super funny where we did like our character what if our characters were at a bar and but we were just all the DM and making each other roll. Yeah, That's funny. We, we were I forgot passing about a non-canon, but we're it passing is very a funny. wand of fireball round and basically playing like Russian roulette as we drink. I totally forgot yeah, about that. I wow. remember that. <laughs> I will say in Derms Clerman, it will be each episode you go. You guys are given a task to go on a mission, but there will be missions that pertain to you. Yeah, like eventually, like we will be going to a tournament of so-and-so's place uh we'll be going to uh, like a tv studio thing for one person's place we'll be going to a thing that i can't say because then it will like eventually like go into a reveal with one person's and then uh this uh, i truly don't know i (laughs) no, no actually no yes i do know because uh uh, it'll it's gonna be fun guys it's gonna be fun <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm so excited for Clerman. like it's gonna be so Me too. it's gonna be a lot of fun guys get knowledge on G unit uh, that's all I can say <laughs> um, you will need to know at least some of it the same thing and the and the same thing to be said for reclaim and another thing I'm excited for is that since it is gonna be such a more high fantasy world even though there's stuff going on there's gonna be periods just some insight into the future there is going to be periods where i'm gonna allot you a time of downtime for you to uh just shopping. relax shopping yeah. Yeah. Do you think i definitely miss shopping build more importantly build bonds with people that you meet and everything because that will be important and this is who you meet and who you become friends with but a cultist um, story was so good the occultist story. Occultist story was so good. I'm glad. Like, I think to be stop to be, whispering, guys. <laughs> to to be optimistic, I think Reclaim's story is gonna be better. That's really. Good. I think All it's right. gonna Whoa. be like one of the best things that I've made, and I like. I think it's gonna be leagues better than what I've done with anything in the past. 
because I I've, I'm pouring so much into this. I really, really am well, excited and for it. Yeah. Derms Clerman will be leagues funnier than the funnier than the occult. Yeah, we we did not have a lot of levity until Victor joined our group. Gosh, yeah. no, we had there was so much weight. <laughs> there was so much weight to our recordings. Perfect, perfect. Is uh that's all then? Yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Oh, we can't wait to see you guys soon. Um, Thanks hopefully, for uh, I mean, we we should be back with more uh, pretty uh pretty shortly yeah yeah cool i, I do want to say thank you for joining us on this ride guys mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah yeah everyone yeah. who stuck around it was awesome it's, i'm glad you're here it's been like the the coolest D ride oh. ever oh Corey, i just totally forgot and i'm gonna cut this real quick what were some of the other people that jumped through the like came through the portal yeah so well, oh the other people like that a showed quick up run down who they were Okay, so so those were other prodigers, other people who have dis- uh, who sold their lot in with the new goddess Libidine. So we had Alexander, which was actually a party member of a previous campaign, um, who ended up becoming the leader of the Kingdom of Tartaria, a very militaristic kingdom who um, he resents because that was the same kingdom that enslaved him for much of his life. Uh, and he's going to use this time to uh, finally exact revenge. We had a dimension hopper whose soul had been so distorted by the magic she was using to go uh, between planes of existence that she sometimes ceases to exist or her actions will actually delay and kind of like lag. So like say that she like takes a strike at someone, they might feel that strike twice just because reality distorts in such a way around her that she just kind of glitches out. Man, she's not going to want to be around me when I'm raising so many skeletons. Esmeralda is another NPC from another campaign um, that was separate from anyone in this group who was helped uh, to gain a lot of political standing in Orlay. Is that why she was in prison? Yes. She's a very powerful lich, and it uh, it came to light that she was... uh, you know, resurrecting very powerful people and uh, really throwing Orlay's government through a loop. That's why Orlay couldn't respond very well to the threats that were happening in Gothica was because she was fucking everything up. That's amazing. Um, And a bunch of other influential figures. There was actually the leader of the Emerald Legion, which is something uh, else in my world, a a whole army that's tasked with watching this thing called the Horde uh, to uh, prevent its huge spread of raiding uh, continents and pillages and everything. He is actually going to essentially let the gates of the uh, Emerald Wall break and cause a lot of distractions, hysteria. A bunch of very important, influential people who, in their positions, can cause a lot of harm. Now that Libidine is making her moves, so or their moves rather, but yeah. Yeah, is it, they're they're all very important people. All people that are ingrained, and all people that had people act against them at one time, but ultimately overcame the parties that tried to stop their evil deeds from happening. Hell yeah! Let's yeah. get on to plugs real quick. Plugs. I'm just doing patreon.com forward slash MLM pod, where for five dollars a month you get exclusive podcasts like the one Lil Corey and I do. This existed. Hey. Go check it out. 
that's only $5, but for $10, you get more exclusive content and shout-outs on every single free feed podcast. So let's begin with those, starting with Steve F., Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power Hour, Alex Z, The Waz, Orion, he's a rapper, Defo, D-F-O, Kayla, a.k.a. Two Grapes, Jordan B., The Chaos Witch, Joshua, my brother-in-law, you gotta love him, Woo-hoo, because he is the mama. No, I'm kidding, that's my mother, the woman which I came out of, she's a patron, and Steve Barnes, go check him out on Sweet Child of Time, you'll also hear me, and finally, he read questions on this, it's little or submitted questions, it's Lil Corey best friend and guy in which he lives with shane oh oh and courtney thank you for the question yeah. Love you, Courtney. and thank you neil zabub and matt yeah thanks for the questions guys yeah super appreciate it we can't wait to see you on the next adventures it's gonna be awesome please tune in for derms claiming and please tune in for reclaim it's gonna be Derms. awesome you're gonna love it remain for reclaim that was good and with that being said Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Go get yourself a healthy snack. Get out of here. Don't tell me what to do. Get an unhealthy snack. This has been a Marshland Media production. Produced by Corey King and James McCullum. Music by Marshland Monster. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash mlmpod and sign up today. Oh, yeah.